Welcome everybody to the Pioneer Podcast presented by Centura Health. And today we are joined by Julie Campbell. And Julie is our Senior Associate Director of Athletics and heads our Pioneer Performance Division. Welcome, Julie. Glad to talk to you today. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. So, Julie, uh, how'd you get started in sports? Were sports a part of your life growing up? Were you an athlete? Uh, what did that look like? <laughs> uh, sports were definitely a part of my life growing up. Um, I was actually in gymnastics from the time I think I learned how to walk. And um, I continued through that for up through high school. And uh, I wasn't very good, <laughs> but I absolutely loved it. So sport was, was a part of my life. I was a gym rat. I wanted to be in the gym around the clock. And my parents were very supportive of that. So that's pretty much how I got my start in that. Good. What did you love about gymnastics? Why, why were you drawn to that, you think? You know, gymnastics was fun because it was um, just really pushing your body to the limit and always learning something new. And I just found that exhilarating. And so after my career was over in gymnastics, then I moved on to triathlon and it was more of the same. It was just being able to push and push and just um, being able to develop your body in that way is really exciting. And uh, when you get into college and, and trying to figure out what you're gonna do with your life and for a living, how did you choose sports medicine? Did you kind of always think you wanted to do that or how'd you choose that profession? <laughs> well, actually, um, as, as growing up in gymnastics, as I said, I wasn't very good um, and I was hurt a lot. I got injured all the time. <laughs> and so through that, I spent a lot of time in orthopedic offices. And what I realized through that was that I loved learning, again, more about the body and kinesiology and anatomy and physiology. And so as I spent time repairing my own injuries, I learned a lot and developed a passion for the sport, or for, excuse me, for sports medicine and uh, how to take care of people. And you've been a part of, of our division here and its growth. And uh, we were one of the early adopters here, uh, way before my time. Um, of uh, combining sports medicine, traditional sports medicine and strength and conditioning here at Denver, we call it Pioneer Performance and you lead that whole division. Uh, how did that decision come about and, and how has it worked and benefited the student athletes? Yeah, so it's, it's been a great evolution. I mean, the fact that we had this umbrella for sports medicine where we had really the best professionals, medical care team, and we had this uh, strength and conditioning team who was really involved in their sports performance team and we were working together but we weren't collaborating at the highest level so we really saw this opportunity to bridge our body of work and take um, our evidence-based practice and build it into return to play criteria through the sports performance and our strength and conditioning coaches and that side and the sports medicine side and then really expanding out into nutrition and mental health and wellness and sport uh, psychology as well. So being able to put all of those areas under one umbrella to increase the total student athlete experience was really important to us. And we've been, um, we've been blessed that it's turned out really well. Our student athletes and coaches have been very receptive of the process. And again, I think that um, our student athletes walk away from the University of Denver with a different experience um, under that umbrella of pioneer health and performance. Well, during your career uh, here, you haven't just been satisfied to do an exceptional job for us and our student athletes, but you've had a lot of involvement 
with the United States Olympic Committee in various roles, uh, working events. Um, give us some highlights of that. How'd you, first of all, how'd you get involved with the Olympic Committee? And, and then give us some highlights of that work over the years. Yeah, well, growing up in sport, I wanted to go to the Olympics. I had that, that common childhood dream of wanting to be at the Olympics. And um, athletically, that wasn't going to happen at all. And so I found this other avenue to be able to um, be involved with sport and kind of bridge my way towards the Olympics. So after I accepted the job at University of Denver, I had this opportunity to work with the USOPC and their volunteer sports medicine team. And, you know, it's kind of a stepwise process where you, you do a two-week rotation at an Olympic training center and, um, and kind of walk up through the process that way. And it was just an, it's been an absolute uh, amazing part of my career to be able to be involved at that level with just such incredible staff, coaches, and the athletes. And their stories are just incredible, incredible. So I feel so blessed that I've been able to walk through that process. And that's been part of my career journey is working with the USOPC. And you've been able to do some, some, some international travel and some really cool experiences. Give us a couple of those. Yes, um, there are a few. So I'm so fortunate. Um, you know, I was able to work with uh, Paralympic cycling in Athens, Greece for the Paralympic Games. And that was just, uh, it was an experience that um, it's hard to, for me to even put into words. Everything from the opening ceremonies and to have that type of energy in the air is something really unparalleled. And just the, again, the people that you meet through that process. So, you know, the experience in Athens was outstanding. We had a, some gold medals. And um, beyond that too, there was I've worked with Paralympic cycling and uh, world championships. I worked with USA uh, women's basketball and we had gold medal in, in Rio de Janeiro at that time. And that, was, and that was mostly collegiate athletes on that team. And so that again has such a parallel to what we do here. It was wonderful to meet that amazing group of young women and um, many other experiences around the world. I just feel very fortunate that I've been able to take part in that. Well, it's amazing, you know, the opportunities that sports gives us. And you've certainly, um, you know, you're, you're there for a reason, right? You're very qualified and, and very well respected, but it's, it's been a great gift to you as well, I would imagine. Um, you're, you're still um, a practitioner, right? You have a, you have a large administrative role, yeah. large leadership role, but you also still work directly with our women's gymnastics team here at Denver, a, a nationally recognized program. Um, and you've seen that program grow and you've seen uh, Melissa build that program as the head coach now. Uh, talk about uh, the joy it brings you to work with that program. Yes, yeah, so with women's gymnastics, I mean, that was part of the reason I came to the University of Denver. Um, very early in my career, I heard about this uh, dynamic, inspirational, motivational coach who was really building a team on ethics and character. And her name was Melissa Kutcher. And so when I was offered the job at the University of Denver to work with that program, it was an absolute honor. And to work with her, building this program and empowering young women to be successful has been a real highlight of my career. And we've done that over quite, quite a few years now together. And just watching the development of that team and um, the individuals and team as a whole to kind of come up through the ranks and again, be a national caliber team now 
And that is something that, as I look back on my career, those teams are gonna be part that leave a real legacy in my journey. And so again, I'm fortunate to work with Melissa Kutcher and her teams and, and all the teams at the University of Denver, but gymnastics has had a special place uh, near and dear to my heart. And the clinical side of that has been something that I'm fortunate that I'm able to continue to do as well. So being in the trenches with the student athletes the, in all of the ins and outs each and every day, that is really part of the job that brings me a, a tremendous amount of joy. Well, in, in your field in sports medicine, I imagine one thing that you've learned to, to do mentally is be prepared for the unexpected probably a little bit. You never know what's around the corner with an injury or, or different things uh, working with our student athletes. But what we've been going through the last few months, I'm not sure any of us were prepared for it. And you, thank you, you've taken the lead um, on our uh, return to activity with our student athletes and navigating through and still navigating through that process and how that looks from a health and safety standpoint. Just curious, what have you learned, if anything, from the last few months? And, uh, and you've done a great job and we've got a lot of work left to do, but how have you navigated through this process and stayed centered on, on what's important? Thanks. Yes, I would say that the, the time right now has been very challenging. And I think what keeps me grounded through this process is working again one-on-one -on -one with these student athletes and saying, hey, how can we best support you through this process? What are your needs? Is that something where, you know, mental, like mental health-wise, mental wellness, you're struggling because the uncertainty is leaving you in a position where you're questioning school, you're your academics, your athletics. So how can we as a sports medicine team and our pioneer health and performance team support our student athletes through this process? Um, because there is uncertainty. There's been through this whole thing since, I think since March, and there will continue to be some of that uncertainty as well. And so we just really dig in every day and know that putting student health and safety first is gotta be the core of what we do. And so we'll build out, you know, continue to build out and work with all the professionals in the area to, to have protocols that are robust and that support the health and safety of our student athletes moving forward. But it's absolutely, as you said, it's, it's uncertain and it's challenging times right now. So, so we're here in, in the month of July and, uh, you know, I, we've got about 50 or so student athletes cleared for voluntary workouts here on campus. How's it going so far? You know, it's going great. Our student athletes are so excited to be back. And we, you know, that's what we, we really live for is being with our student athletes. So, you know, being able to see them and engage with them has been, um, it's been rewarding for, I think, everybody in, in the group. And, uh, you know, our, they're kind of beating on our doors right now because more want to come back to campus. They want to be, you know, practicing um, in our athletic facilities and with our, our coaches and sport performance coaches. So we're just really trying to bring them back safely and efficiently, but having, you know, human interaction has been, has been uh, really nice for everybody to start going down that road again. We really need their energy uh, back in our world. And, and so often in life, many times we, we don't fully appreciate what we have until we don't have it. And I think this has been a great lesson for all of us from our student athletes, coaches, administrators. Uh, that we really miss our students and, and can't wait to get them back. Uh, you mentioned triathlon a little bit earlier in our conversation. Now you still, you're still competitive, right? <laughs> I am uh, definitely in an age group uh, category, 
but I, I do compete and I do enjoy it very much. And yeah, so. And you're, uh, you're going to be helping us. Uh, you're, you're an administrator that's going to be uh, working with our newly announced uh, women's triathlon team. We, we received a very generous grant from USA Triathlon, which is allowing us to uh, kick off a women's triathlon program. Uh, why do you think it's going to be a great addition to Denver Athletics? You know, triathlon is such a great sport in the sense of it's, it's really a lifestyle sport, in my opinion. And so being able to bring that to the University of Denver, and especially on the women's side, to be able to continue to grow women's athletics is just so critical to what we do at this university. And so being able to bring a sport that I'm passionate about, a lifestyle sport, and to our female student athletes is really critical. Um, and I think that the fact that we're in Denver, and this is really a hub for, um, for the sport of triathlon, it just is a, is a perfect fit. And so we really look forward to moving this program forward with all the resources in the community and all the engagement that will happen as part of um, the Denver community. I'm excited about it. I think we've got a great opportunity. Like you said, it's a great fit for us here in Denver and in Colorado. And, and it'll be a great way to introduce a new lifestyle sport to our, to our varsity uh, programs. But also, I think we're going to be really good. You know, I think training at altitude and different factors, we've got a chance to pretty quickly compete nationally. Yeah, I would agree with that. And, and that's part of, of what is really exciting about launching this. And, and even now, in the sense of we're going to be able to recruit really high-level athletes, some that are already enrolled in the University of Denver. They've just been here hiding in the wings, waiting for this sport to emerge so they can be part of the program. And um, yeah, we are going to be national contenders uh, soon. I really believe that. Um, so you're, uh, you lead a very important division here in, in, with Denver Athletics. Uh, you volunteer all over the place. You're nationally uh, credible resource and, and leader in the industry of sports medicine. Uh, you still compete as a triathlete. Uh, what in the world do you do when you're not doing all those things? Uh, what do you do for your free time, you and your family? Oh, um, my family and I just love the Colorado lifestyle. We love to be outdoors. So whether it's skiing in the winter or hiking, mountaineering, mountain biking, anything we can do to be outdoors and then enjoy Denver and the state of Colorado, that's that's our bread and butter. That's what we do at every moment and every turn that we get. So um, I'm very blessed that I have a family that's supportive of this lifestyle for me and the job. And they, you know, they also are huge pioneer fans. So, <laughs> so blessed. So if we're not out enjoying the, the great outdoors in Denver, then we're at events. And my, my two sons, especially, they are just the biggest uh, pioneer fans. <laughs> Yeah, I love seeing them around at the events. They, they are two of our biggest fans. Um, Julie, as you um, work through um, leading other people, uh, serving our student athletes, serving our coaches, what are a few things that keep you centered as a, as a person and a professional values or, or thoughts or statements that you try to live by? Yeah, I mean, I, I think one thing is just my family and really staying grounded with my family and knowing that everything that I do is to be able to, to provide a better opportunity in life for them. And just really learning, growing and developing with, with everybody at the university 
and the student athletes. And, you know, it's interesting. I was thinking about us coming on to this, this podcast, the fact that I'm so lucky that I can impart some wisdom maybe on our student athletes, but really they are doing that for me. And I'm learning and growing each and every day by what they teach me. And that's hearing their stories and sharing part of their journey has been something that keeps me centered and passionate and driven for, for this profession. And so being able to do that every day, I'm just so truly blessed. And you get to see resiliency in action. You know, I continue to be amazed by our students when they encounter injury, when they encounter adversity, and the incredible resiliency they exhibit, the, the just sheer fight and will that they demonstrate to come back and, and be as good or better than they were before. And, and you get to witness that every day. How does that make you feel? I mean, that's why I do this. You know, that is the part that as I look back, you know, on my career, those are really those inspirational moments. And there's been so many, I've been fortunate and blessed that there's been so many of those opportunities. And, you know, we go through the hard times together when they do have those injuries or, you know, it might be a season ending injury, career ending injury, or even things in their personal lives with families and being able to work with them and see their resiliency and help them develop the skills to come out better on the other side is, um, is something that, again, I just feel fortunate that I can be a part of that and help develop that and share that journey with them and hopefully inspire them and motivate them along the way um, as we go through that together. Well, Julie, I'll, I'll use a word you just used, fortunate. We're fortunate to have you here on our team. We're, we're grateful for all of your incredible work and your service to our student athletes. Julie, thanks so much for spending a few minutes with us today, and uh, we look forward to talking again soon. Thank you very much.